come to an end. And so the Colts, they lose today. And, and there was some, obviously there's some good, there's some bad, but there was way too much bad and not enough good for the Colts to beat the Titans today. So they take it on the chin, they lose. Uh, final score, 19-10. to 10. Uh, And the, the takeaways are this. Matt Ryan is just not a good enough quarterback to get you to a Super Bowl. He's just not. And so why is he the starting quarterback of the Colts? You, you can't get there from here. What, what he did in the first half, the pick six, you kind of get. Not necessarily on him, but the pick that have followed it immediately was absolutely on him. It was a terrible read. It was a terrible execution. And so Matt Ryan is part of the problem. This is a live Colts postgame brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent. Sign up, deposit, and you get a 150% free play bonus up to $2,500. How about that? Go to BUSR.com uh, slash Kent. I got some notes. The notes blew away. The wind, unhappy with the Colts' toe. What are you going to do? Uh, but Matt Ryan, just not good enough. And, and I know as you look at the Colts and, and you say, look, is he the biggest of the problems? You know, actually, he is. He is the biggest part of the problems. You could get away with the offensive line they've got if they've got a quarterback who can evade the rush. He can't, and he gets skittish. When Matt Ryan is pressured, his clock accelerates despite the fact that he's been in the league 15 and a half years, and he makes mistakes. So teams, all teams, thank you, Eric, for the donation. I appreciate it. All teams are taking advantage of that. They are selling out to put... Uh, pressure on Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan can't win that way. Subscribe, hit the like button, ring the bell so you get a live alert every time we go live, and if you want to donate, donate. If you got a question or a comment, I'll read it. As long as I'm not looking at the statistics, let's go over the statistics, which you would think are pretty good. I mean, if you look at Matt Ryan, 33 of 44 for 243, that's five and a half yards a, uh, a pass attempt. You can't have that. You need that number in the sevens. You can't have five and a half and win. You just can't. The Colts, as a team, rushing 65 yards. They averaged five yards. No, they averaged 3.8 yards a carry. Uh, and, and Jonathan Taylor only carried it 10 times. Was he on a pitch count? I don't know. Late in games, I was yelling at the TV last season, why the hell is Naheem Hines in the game when Jonathan Taylor is the guy who can break one for you and Naheem Hines simply isn't? I was screaming at the TV like that today. I don't know. Why is Naheem Hines in the game? Why? Why? Like, I don't get this. Like, Frank Ryan, uh, Mr. Clean says, don't worry, Kent. Ryan, or Reich and Ballard said this is going to be our, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they did. And they always do. Hope springs eternal on West 56th Street, man. In the offseason, hope springs eternal. Why in the world? And God bless Paris Campbell. Ten catches, 70 yards. Nice day for Paris Campbell. A touchdown, too. But it's kind of like what the Colts were doing was trying to put on film something that would make him uh, kind of valuable or attractive to one of the other 31 teams in the league. I mean, he's not the guy. Is he your weapon? Is he the guy you're going to sell out to somehow, you know, get right in a game, get great statistical, you know, numbers in a game? The answer is no. 
He is not that guy. So throw it to playmakers. Paris Campbell, 10, 10 catches, 70 yards. 70 yards, 10 catches. Ay ay ay. Sure, 12 targets. Uh, they did not really use the tight ends. Woods got a catch late for four yards. Granson, one catch for six. I don't understand this offense. It, it's like they have a, dis a different personality every game. You know, the, uh, was it the Three Faces of Eve? Right, no, the uh, Three Faces of somebody or other. Um, anyway, with Joanne Woodward, I think she won an Oscar for it. You know, it's about a, a woman with multiple personalities. The Colts' offense, I don't know whether they have multiple personalities or no personality whatsoever. They have nothing that they can hang their hat on like the Titans do and say, let's do this. But let's give the Titans credit because the Titans did what needed to be done in order to win this game, and that was stop the running game of the Colts and put pressure on Matt Ryan. What the Colts needed to do, and we talked about it all week, they had to keep Derrick Henry under 100 yards, and they almost did. And if Michael Pittman Jr. doesn't put the ball on the ground late in the game, they probably do, right? And you you got to keep Ryan Tannehill from getting outside the pocket and beating you with his legs. And Yannick Ngakwe on a third down play allowed him to escape on, on a designed run. But still, don't pursue past the person with the ball. What are we doing? We saw Dwight Freeney do it for years. Dwight Freeney, a Hall of Famer, so what are you going to do? Austin Hooper came into the game with six catches total, as Andrew Catalan told us 78 times. What do you get? Paul Wilson, thank you for the donation. I appreciate it. Today, three catches, 56 yards. Derrick Henry, 128 yards on 30 carries. You can blame Michael Pittman Jr. Not for the loss, but for the fumble. You can. Absolutely you can. Ryan Tannehill, 13 to 20, 132. Now you laugh at that and say, how the hell did that beat us? Well, it was 6.6 .6 yards per pass, which is, I mean, that's what Jacoby Brissett did to get sent out of town, to wind up signing with the Dolphins. 6.6 .6 isn't good enough. Analytics are a big deal on West 56th Street, and 6.6 .6 yards per attempt does not get it done in this offense, and that's why Matt Ryan at 5.5 today really didn't get it done. And then you hand the Titans seven points with a pick six, and all hell breaks loose. I mean, you can't overcome that if, if you're the Colts. You had five possessions in the first half, and two of them interceptions. You, you can't do that. You can't turn the ball over on 40% of your possessions. You just can't. And, and the Colts did that today, and you're not going to beat a good team that way. The, the, the bad part about Matt Ryan, and the reason we're going to go through this again, you know, I don't know what you do with Matt Ryan because he's due $35 million next year. He's got $35 million against the cap. And, and how do you just send that out the door when you're going to pay Quentin Nelson 20 and you're going to pay Darius, uh, Le Shaquille Leonard uh, more than 20, I believe, next year, the way that contract works. If you're going to do that, you can't have $35 million coming off the cap number, and then you've got to go pay another quarterback. So, like cap number aside, if you bring him back, what you're doing is you're saying, okay, we have no chance, and we know it. Look, I love the Colts. They're wonderful. 
That is a good team. It's a well-run operation. I like Chris Ballard. I like Jim Ursay. All right? But you can't look the fans in the eye if Matt Ryan comes back and say, we're all in. Chips are in. Chips are in. No, they're not in. Not if you've got Matt Ryan as a quarterback because Matt Ryan is incapable of getting there. He can't do it. And it's not just the lack of mobility within the pocket. It's a lack of mobility within the pocket while keeping your eyes downfield. You have got to keep your eyes open to see if maybe there's somebody who's going to clear coverage and you can deliver the football. Him? That guy's tap dancing looking for a partner. His head's on a swivel. My God, who's going to kill me? Ah! That's what happens with Matt Ryan. But you cannot win a championship. I'm not saying you can't get to the playoffs, but you can't win a championship with Matt Ryan as your quarterback. You can't because he can't overcome what a good defense is going to do specifically to him. And no offensive line is good enough to allow that to happen. None. There's never been an offensive line that protects so adequately or with such excellence consistently that Matt Ryan could get you to a Super Bowl win. It is inconceivable. And I like Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a really good guy. You know what? Colts are full of good guys. And by the way, one of the good guys that we interviewed this week was Grover Stewart. And Grover Stewart played his ass off. Grover Stewart wound up with 12 tackles today. 12. Six solo. That's for a defensive tackle. That does not happen. Defensive tackles do not put up 12 tackles in a game. They do not lead their team in tackles. Like ever, unless you're Aaron Donald. If Grover Stewart isn't a pro bowler, well, and we know what they're doing to the pro bowl. It's going to be flag football, so who gives a damn? But Grover Stewart deserves all the accolades that that cat is going to get because he's playing his ass off. And that defense played well today. They played well enough until late to hold Derrick Henry under 100 yards. But we talked about it all week. The Titans, historically, and this is five games in a row, they've beaten the Colts. Historically, they are a tougher team. And you know what? Zaire Franklin said it this week. I asked him whether the Titans were a tough team, tougher than other opponents. So everything's comparative, right? And he said they reflect the personality of their coach. And their coach was a tough guy player, and he's a tough guy coach. And that's how you win in the National Football League. You out-tough people. You don't out-clever them. And out-clevering them is what Frank Reich does. He out-clevers opponents. Paris Campbell catching 10 balls is an attempt to out-clever. Ha! However, how about the Titans trying to out-clever, right? Try, what they did, that, uh, that ridiculous sweep thing was, was ridiculous to Malik Willis, right? Malik Willis, they put in the game, tried to run that sweep. I'm telling you, it, look, it, I don't know whether teams, I assume they look at film a bunch, but what I would do in preparing for the Colts is I would say, I, they're really fast. EJ speed is really fast. And so running like these jet sweeps and that kind of nonsense, you can't do it against the Colts because the Colts are going to, number one, they're going to sniff it out because Gus Bradley wasn't born 
you know, yesterday, or didn't just fall off a turnip truck. That cat understands. He's got players who understand. And when you give them certain looks and it means a certain thing, they're going to respond and they'll respond correctly and with great speed. And that's what they did on that play. How about special teams, right? Chase McFarlane hit his only field goal attempt. Um, you had uh, um, four field goals the other way. Bullock with four field goals. That's a good day. He had that 48-yarder. What are you going to do? The Colts, you know, as they were moving the football in the first half, they were putting themselves in a position for kind of a, a, a field goal that would have made this game different. The Colts... Because they don't allow a lot of points, and and you know what? They don't score a lot of points. Every single point is exceptionally important. And a field goal in the first half would have meant everything. Instead, they were down 13 nothing. They won the second half again, right? Didn't they? Yeah. They won the second half, 10-6. to That's something. You know, but you can't just play in the second half. I don't... The... It's a coach's responsibility to get a team ready to compete from the kickoff to the gun, right? 60 minutes. The Colts, for whatever reason, whether it's scheme, whether it's uh, toughness, whatever it is, they're not doing it in the first half. First halves are killing the Colts, and you can't have that. Um, The referees, I thought, sucked. I thought the non-call on the face mask of Naheem Hines was absolutely critical because what happened as a result of that, that led to the pick six. Very next play, after Naheem Hines, like, is grabbed to the point where his head was damn near yanked off. That was the easy, That's the easiest call in all of football. Easiest. Face mask. If, if people naturally don't turn their head around like that as they're running with the football. It doesn't happen. It's physically impossible. Colts assumed the typical missionary position against the Titans. Better team won. Uh, better coach. Should be Frank's last year. I, I got to tell you what, and then we'll go to call-in. Um, we got the call-in show, but we can talk a little mo- while longer here. Can you, uh, seven games into this season, at 3-3-1, three, three and one, say that Frank Reich, it, just like we were talking about Matt Ryan, say that Frank Reich can get you to a Super Bowl or through a Super Bowl. Is there any evidence to suggest that midway through his fifth year, Frank Reich is the guy to lead this team to a championship? Or do you, do you give him a pass because the Colts can't settle on a quarterback? You know, there's every chance that with Andrew Luck, this team would be fundamentally different. Their capabilities on offense would be far wider and greater than they are today with Matt Ryan or they were last year with Carson Wentz. You know what? I'd fire Frank Reich just because he stood on the table and said, we got to get Carson Wentz. That was crackers. Like, that's straight-up malpractice in quarterback evaluation. It just is. So I don't know what you do about that. But for the love of God, somebody's got to be held responsible for that. And Jim Irsay is not forgetting that either. Um, Frank Reich is a, um, I don't want to say passionless, but I don't see a lot of passion. And when I do see passion from him, I think, oh, fake passion. 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't know him well enough to know that he's passionless. I, I think he's always thinking. I, I don't like coaches that always, sometimes you got to feel, you know, not so much. Not like Tom Allen. He feels like he, he expresses joy. He, he, you know, Connor Bazelak gets sacked. And, and Tom Allen's celebrating just, I think, because he loves to celebrate. Something good happened, and it must be celebrated. Frank Reich is, is constantly biting his lip looking at his chart. I don't like it. And I especially don't like it after a loss. You're always going to be held accountable after a loss, right? So that's the way it is. Of course you flip on Ryan. Of course you do. What we just saw. But here's the thing. Here's how it's not flipping on Ryan. It's not flipping on. And nobody has ever thought that Matt Ryan, after 14 years in Atlanta, of making it to one Super Bowl and losing it, thought he was going to come to Indianapolis at the age of 37 and all of a sudden become Joe Montana. Nobody ever believed that. Nobody ever thought it. Nobody would think it. Maybe the Colts thought it, but it's illogical. How did Jonathan Taylor only get 10 touches? Or 10 uh, rushes? He got more than 10 touches. He had, uh, how many balls he catch? Seven catches for 27 yards. Seven catches, 27 yards. What's going on? I don't get it. Uh, Matt Ryan, wonderful human being, a great father. Not a championship-level quarterback. Nobody in his right mind would think that he is. Anybody who thought so coming into this year was crazy. I never thought he was a championship-level quarterback. I thought maybe he could get you to the playoffs, and I still think maybe he can get you to the playoffs. But after this game coming up next week against Washington, the road is tough. The road is perilous. You got two road games coming up, and then you've got home games against the Eagles and the Steelers. And how many of those are you going to say, hey, we are going to win those based upon what? The defense, really good. Even without Shaq Leonard, the offense, a complete mishmash of weirdness and, and totally without a discernible personality. It lacks toughness. It lacks execution. It lacks explosiveness. Tell me how an offense that la- lacks those three things is going to somehow find its way to a Super Bowl or 500 or the playoffs. 500 after seven games. That isn't going to get it done. What did we say at the beginning of the season? You needed five and two to really be serious. They're not five and two. All right, we'll go over to call in right at 4.30. Line up. I want your calls, and and I want to hear what you have to say about Matt Ryan. I want to hear what you have to say about Frank Reich. Is this a team that you can invest in moving forward in this season, given the schedule that is remaining especially after the game against Washington at Lucas.